Are you ready to become awesomer? Hello everyone, this is Umar Hamid, your host, and welcome to the No Limit Selling Podcast, where industry leaders share their tips, strategies, and advice on how to make you better, stronger, faster. Get ready for another episode. Hello, everyone. I'm privileged to have Ravi Abuwala here today. He's the founder of Scaling with Systems. Ravi, welcome to the program. Omar, thank you so much for having me on here. Very excited to speak with you. Been looking forward to this for a little bit. So you reached out to be on the podcast and was like, who's this Ravi character that wants to come on? So I looked at your stuff and I went to a webinar that you had that was in the can and it blew my mind. So tell me about what it took to create that webinar. We're going to put a link to it in the show notes because if you're listening to this, you need to see that. Yeah. So it's pretty much the accumulation of, I'm a big fan of foundational copywriting, foundational marketing, foundational sales. That's what I teach all my clients as well. And you know, they really believe in long form, right? So long form copy, long form sales letters, long form, everything. And so most people you see online, they kind of talk really high level and it's very, you know, friffy and and you're not really learning anything where I was like, well, how can I stand out from the marketplace? So, I mean, I have adverts that are, you know, books long. I mean, like pages and pages long. And then I have actual, my webinars that I have on here as well. We're diving inside of my company. So I'm lucky enough that I've been able to scale a few companies to seven figures so I can speak about it pretty easily. But whenever you're talking about things is like, product market fit, uh, you know, outbound prospecting, paid advertising, it does take a little bit of time. So, um, but yeah, it was an absolute blast to create. And the funniest part about it, Omar, was the first time I shot it, it's about an hour and 10 minutes, hour and a half. First time I shot right. it, I uh, the audio wasn't recording. So I had to go back again and <laughs> shoot it again. And I've done that a few times. <laughs> You know what's amazing is when that happens is a horrible thing to have happen, but always, always, always when you go to redo it, you do it better. Yeah, the second take is always better. Yeah. Well, you just definitely don't want to have it happen again. So you're like, this is going to be the best one. Absolutely. So one of the things that I noticed was this, is that a lot of people have this fear of I'm going to share my expertise and they'll take all the expertise and they'll run away and I'll lose a customer, which turns out to be complete bullshit. If you kind of hesitate on sharing your knowledge, you don't attract as many people. When you give away things freely, they go, oh my God, you're an expert. I got to work with you. Yeah. And it's funny too, because I'm so happy you brought that up. I had a call yesterday with one of my clients who's starting a YouTube channel to start generating some more leads. And he's like, you know, you give away the farm on your YouTube channel, right? I don't want to give away that much stuff away because the exact same reasons that you asked. And it's a valid concern. But I really subscribe to two different things. Uh, The first uh, ideology is by Dr. David Buss, Evolutionary Psychology, but it's pretty much law of reciprocity. If you give something to somebody, they in turn will most likely, if they can, in some way, reciprocate, right? Whether it's buying from you, uh, sharing your stuff, liking your stuff, whatever it is. And so that's why I like to put out great content for that reason. But the second reason, which a lot of people don't realize is inadvertently, people subconsciously correlate the quality of your content with the quality of your product or service. So if I was to put out terrible content, really high level, not really go into anything, then everyone's gonna be like, oh, this this guy's probably just like a fake. Yeah, he's a poser or whatever it is. But if I go really in depth and blow people away, they're like, I just got this for free on his YouTube channel. What happens if I pay this guy some money? What kind of content would I get from there? Absolutely. And the other part is I have tried a million things myself and I suck at a lot of things, especially like a handyman kind of stuff. 
it's much better to pay a professional. And when someone gets the farm from you, this is going to be a small percentage of people that are going to go, thank you very much. That was awesome. I'm going to go execute and they're going to do a good job. But there's going to be a ton of people that are going to try it and fail miserably. And the smart ones are like, I'm not even wasting my time. Let's just hire this guy who knows how to do it. And he's going to help me get to the finish line a lot faster than anyone else. Yeah, it's pretty funny that you bring that up because that's that's exactly how I think as well. Because the people that are going to take it and do it on their own, they were never going to buy from you in the first place, right? So like, what is the, mm-hmm. you know, why even worry about those kind of people? So just like long form copy, like no one's going to read it. No one's going to watch these long form videos. If you are speaking to your target market, they will, right? Because like there's uh, there's actually a shortage of quality content, in my opinion, that speaks directly to a niche on the internet. And if you're able to deliver that to people, they'll just consume. They'll just click refresh on the page until you launch a new blog, a new YouTube video, whatever it is. Going back to you know long form uh, webinar, anyone can do a long form webinar, but it takes a trick to do a long form webinar that keeps people glued to their computer. So it has to be high quality content and it has to be laid out in a specific way that unfolds the story as you go. So how do you how do you make that? Yeah, happen? I would love to be able to claim that I came up with it, but I'm the first to give out credit uh, credit where it's due. And so I. I really love and I teach foundational stuff, like I said a little bit earlier on. So one of my favorite people of all time is Dan Kennedy. Uh, He wrote The Ultimate Sales Letter. You know exactly who he is. Great book. And uh, also David Oglesby as well. Oglesby on advertising, one of the original like Mad Men uh, advertising agencies. But for Dan Kennedy and David Oglesby, they talk about structuring sales letters in a way that converts. And it's so funny because I have this conversation all the time. So in my office, I have hung up here uh, some really incredible sales letters like the Wall Street Journal, two men, they sold $2 billion for the Wall Street Journal. Some really, really big ones over here. And the reason why I have those hung up there is because back then your sales letters, you know, you had to send them in the mail. So they had to be letters in the mail. And then once you got them in the mail, you had to open them. Then when you opened them, you read them while you're sitting down. And then you, if you liked it, you had to go, the letter had to be good enough that you had to go to your, you know, car or your drawer, pull out your wallet, get your credit card. And then you would write down or write, get your checkbook, write it out, then send it back in the mail. And then you'd have to wait seven, 14 days, and then you'd get whatever you bought. And so I respect those people a lot because in my opinion, there was a lot larger obstacles versus today where it's like, watch the webinar, book a time, buy, right? Or watch the webinar, buy on the webinar if it's something like that. And everyone's used to instant gratification. And so the reason I bring all that up is just because I I like the way they do their styling. So that's how I do it, where you actually like, you know, you start with a really strong, bold claim for us. And it has to be something to go back up, how you can scale a business to from zero to uh, seven figures in under six months while retaining 50% profit margin. I've done that before. So I can make that claim. Then there's proof below it. So like, why should people listen to you? Like, because they definitely, as soon as I said that, I know a bunch of people on here is like, he's not telling the truth. He's a liar, right? And then you show proof for it. And then you walk them through your background story. You walk them through unique insights. You walk them through, you know, their options of doing it on their own. So there is definitely, we teach inside our program, definitely a formula that you have to follow. And once you understand what that formula is, whenever you're watching any webinar or any kind of ad or anything like that from now on, you're you're pulled, oh, that's that's him adding the credibility. Yeah, there you go. Well, I won't take credit for it, but it is very, it's cool to watch it. So that's just how my mind works. I geek out on that kind of stuff. Brilliant. So let's talk about scaling with systems because uh, most people hate freaking systems, but you can't build a business without them. Yeah, uh, it's interesting because I hated systems as well. I actually didn't know what systems were. So, I, you know, I dropped out of law school. I started my first business. First eight months, we did uh, $3,000 in total revenue. I mean, absolutely abysmal. And I'm thinking that this isn't for me. I go, I go to a mastermind in Atlanta, Georgia. 
I've meet my future coach there. And he's like, you know, you're doing this all wrong. You're focusing on the wrong things. You're trying to do everything yourself. So I ended up hiring my first virtual assistant right out the gate there. And in order, I don't care if it's a virtual assistant or if it's a Harvard graduate, in order for someone to come inside your company and be efficient, you need some kind of training procedure or some kind of like, you know, copy and paste. Oh, like, yeah. hey, this is what you do. Or if they just come in there, you have no idea what you're doing. Then you just have two people that don't know what they're doing, except for now you're paying money for somebody to not know what they're doing. Yep. And so um, for us, I, that kind of forced me. I, I paid them, I hired them, and that forced me to develop systems. And really the first systems that I developed, which is what I recommend other people to do because it's a little bit more fun, are like lead generation systems. So how can you set it up so you have booked appointments, leads coming in every single day on autopilot without you being involved. And that'll lead to more cash in the door. And then you'll understand from mm -hmm. that, okay, like you'll make that kind of correlation in your brain. Okay, systems work and systems make me more money. Let me start systemizing maybe the less sexy stuff like payroll or backend fulfillment or any one of those things. Brilliant. So why don't you walk us through uh, one of your most challenging clients that you brought on? Because I mean, it's, it's fun to talk about the success stories right out of the gate. Then we'll talk about a success story. So somebody that actually made it at the end, but adopting your methodology was uh, challenging. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I had a gentleman um, from India originally. So a gentleman, a friend of mine from India, obviously my dad's from India. I know we were just speaking about it before the call from Pakistan. And he comes and he says, you know, I want to start this business. I want to scale up, but my Indian action is going to prevent me and I can't do it because yes. I'm they're thinking I'm stealing their money, whatever it is. And so he's one of my first original clients. And this was back when I was doing, you know, real intensive one on one stuff. Right now I have a lot of it laid out and like kind of a in a box business in a box. But that was back when I was doing really intensive one on one work. And so I was like, look, if you can prove product market fit, if you can find something that resonates with your marketplace, we call it the whisper test. So if you can whisper in someone's ear, uh, this bold claim or what they want, and they wake up and they say, Oh, my God, I like they pull out their credit card, they're not going to care what color you are, what your accent is, they just want that end solution. They want that transformation. Yes. So I, I sold him on that. But he still was like, I don't know. And so we spent a lot of time up front. Uh, he was originally doing advertising. Uh, he was an advertising agency and he was originally doing it for one niche. And it wasn't working. And we realized because his offer wasn't great. They didn't really want what he was offering. It was kind of a nice to have, not a need to have. So then we changed it mm -hmm. around a little bit, uh, pivoted to a new industry that he had no previous experience in, but that they needed this problem that he knew based on our research. And then he sold his first for people. Hey, I can solve this problem for you. They said, okay, here's a thousand dollars. And then he went out and solved it after they paid him. So proved product market fit. Then he figured out how to solve it. And then he got a great case study from that. And the case study was so incredible. I remember that every single person they reached out to after that, hey, here's my case study. Here's my case study. I want those same results. I want those same results. And you know, at this point, he has a sales team underneath them. So it doesn't really matter anymore. But he was able to hit a seven-figure business uh, by being you know, with the same quote-unquote limiting abilities that the Indian accident he was worried about. Um, and he was able to actually knock it out of the park there. So it was interesting because I think business limitations can be overcome pretty easily, but it's those personal mental limitations that you're just like, there's no way I can get this. No one's going to buy from me. And then next thing you know, you're you know laughing your way to the bank. So that's my area of expertise is changing human behavior. So that story really kind of resonate. What's interesting is human beings are meaning making machines. When something's going on, we got to make meaning out of it. And the meaning he made was the reason I'm not selling isn't my offer. It's my accent or I'm too old or I'm too young or this or people are stupid or whatever that thing is. And what you really need to realize is that's why you need a coach. That's why you need somebody that can see things clearly and go, huh, maybe. But it could be this. Let's test it and see what's going on. And certainly you gave him proof positive that it's not your accent, Yeah, it's, dude. it's 
great too because i love i love capital uh capitalist economy i love a free market i like the idea that like realistically if you can provide value to somebody they're going to pay you money if you can prove that you can provide value to something somebody wants they're going to pay you money and obviously sure there i'm not saying there's not discrimination in the world but if you're able there's going to be a vast majority of people that are like look i just need this solved and if you're able to solve it it doesn't matter to me at all and you can prove that you can solve it let's do business and so that's that's why i love business in the first place so tell me about uh, like one of the things, oh, here's a stupid joke that I've told on this podcast many times. How do you make a salesperson cry? How is that? Give them a telephone. <laughs> so one of the things you do for your clients is help them set up a system for lead generation. Also having people calling on their behalf. So walk me through one of those so the listeners can go, I don't want to pick up the phone. I want to hire Bobby. <laughs> help me do Yeah, it. so the number one issue that we usually see when clients come inside of scaling with systems is they don't have enough leads. Then the number two issue that comes up yep. after that is they don't have anybody to field those leads or they don't want to field the leads themselves. So let's assume that you get lead generation down. Well, the great thing about the first step there is inside scaling with systems, we give our clients a fully trained virtual assistant. So we have virtual assistants in the Philippines. We train them on about a 60 day training program so they can learn the same stuff that pretty much our clients are learning, but how to actually implement it, how to create sales funnels, how to do outbound messaging, how to do cold calling, whatever it is. But a lot of times what will happen is after you get to the point that the person's like, look, I'm interested in what you have to offer. I'd like to speak a little bit more. That's usually when people freeze up on the phone. And so you kind of have two options there. Right. Number one, we have a whole high ticket sales process formula inside of Scaling One Systems. It's incredibly in depth. Uh, we've sold over $5 million in about two years. And I broke down the exact process that we did in order to do it. But the second option is, you know, Pros or cons, there's about 40 million unemployed Americans in the United States right now. And the nice thing about business, once again, is that you are able to find, uh, you know, really quality people and the universal laws apply. So, hey, like for us, we look for hungry, competitive people that are willing to learn. Like I, the, all of my sales reps have played competitive sports in the past because I want them to be really competitive against each other. Right. And so some of the things that we teach inside scaling with systems is where to find these reps and then how to use systems to ramp them up so that you're not having to spend your time on them uh, so that they're able to take calls for you. And the interesting part about it is could be 30 days in, could be 60 days in, could be 90 days in, but all of a sudden you have a virtual assistant that's doing all your lead generation for you that's teeing up oh, appointments. And then you have a sales rep that's fully trained uh, that you didn't even have to train that's taking these appointments for you. So that is when you start talking about waking up in the morning with payment notifications on your phone, with your merchant process, your cash register ringing, and you're not being involved in the process at all. Brilliant. You were talking about, you know, about going after athletes. I was just doing a podcast interview earlier today with Cameron Howard, and he is the CEO or used to be of 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Oh, yeah, sure. And he said when they started, they just hired yeah. athletes. <laughs> And that we're like driven to succeed and go make it I happen. love it. It's literally in our application process is like what competitive sports have you played in the past? Because, you know, it's not only will they compete against themselves, but especially in like a sales team, uh, we have like a leaderboards that we post inside of our, and by the way, you know, I run a 30 person team. Everyone is remote. So you don't have to be anywhere in the world. Like none of these salespeople are next to each other. Everybody's remote, but that's kind of the nice Thing about the time that we live in right now it doesn't really matter too much and so you know we have a 12 person sales team everybody's from united states to europe to southeast asia all across the world and australia and they're still able to have kind of that camaraderie and that competitive edge that is the whole reason we were looking for these you know sports players in the first place but ravi you don't understand if they're not together we won't be able to build i mean going back to cameron for a second i was asking him just before we finished up i'm not sure if we recorded it it's like hey you're famous for uh public speaking how's that happening in the time of covid and he says you know i just spoke in india 
And instead of flying over there and getting my shots and going through all that dreadful process that I did it for a smaller amount, but I basically had a cup of coffee, came to the computer and did it. They're happy. I'm happy. Created the interaction. And so it's a new world. This COVID uh, has a lot of negatives, but it's also changed this new world that we were envisioning of being connected no matter where you are and doing business. It forced us to kind of realize yeah. it's here. It's, and, and, yeah, it's a, it was a wake up call for a lot of people. And you know, I don't want to speak too lightly about COVID. My brother has two restaurants in Florida, so like he was definitely hit pretty hard by it. Oh, yeah. So I definitely understand that it affected a lot of people. But the smart business owner, Ryan Holiday, writes a great book called "The Obstacle Is the Way." The smart business owner, they're like, okay, how can I pivot and turn this into a plus? And so honestly, for us, COVID was really great because it forced people, okay. I need to learn how to sell online. I, I I can learn how to sell online, like actually learn itself, watching courses, learning from coaches. I don't have to go to events and masterminds and all this kind of stuff. I can just sit from my computer and learn it as well. And so it just kind of sped up what I think was already, I don't think, I know what was already happening, which was just like this transition online. And, you know, the people that weren't able to, to, adapt well they probably died but the people that were able to adapt especially a lot of our clients really really knocked it out of the park so yeah i'm not complaining with it you don't need to have the in-person team uh you know we have a, a relatively successful company we're all been virtual and remote and there's also benefits of having in-person stuff but i'll just tell you right now i'm happy that when all this went down i didn't have an office a three-year lease in an office space with like you know twenty thousand square feet somewhere i was able to be like oh, oh i just absolutely. moved from san diego to miami about a week ago and uh you know i just made that decision didn't change anything in the company just made the decision in about a few days brilliant one of my friends runs selling power magazine and he was saying that uh, no live events so a lot of their business comes from those live expos and he said you know the first one we did okay the second one did uh, okay third one we figured out formula so actually our speakers and our vendors got higher quality leads and a ton more of them at a lower price it's just great for the attendees it's great for the people sponsoring it's it. infinitely scalable it's actually yeah it's infinitely events. scalable yeah. at that point. i mean have you seen like tony robbins how he has it with his like he, oh yeah, yeah that wall, that wall of, of videos for his, i mean it's just like you know he adapted and he knocked it out of the park so um and i host live events I'm, i i do a few live events every single year so i definitely get it and there's there is something to be said i'm not taking away from the live events but i'm just saying you know we can sit here and talk about oh well i miss live events and we can do it or you could just be like how do i figure out how i can duplicate this on an infinitely scalable platform like the internet brilliant uh, we're going to put a link to your webinar but walk me through if somebody listening to this goes oh my god i want to work with ravi what's the first step in uh, starting to work yeah with you so guys? um uh, pretty easy you can just go to scalingwithsystems.com or you could uh like umar said he'll put a link down below to some free training that we have it's not like the typical free training you see online umar said he actually enjoyed watching it a lot so it's it's going to go really in depth and it'll answer a lot of your questions that you guys have there but either on scaling with systems or on the webinar there's going to be a get a price button all you have to do is just book a time uh there you find it on a calendar that works best for you hop on a call and then it's just a very nonchalant 30 minute call we're just trying to figure out do you have a business are you trying to scale are you ready to scale or maybe you're not ready to scale you know uh what kind of structure your business is looking like and then if it makes sense after we offer some actionable steps we'll just be like hey i think that you could benefit from our program and we can talk about next steps from there so very very easy process at the very least if you watch the webinar or hop on a call you'll get a lot of actionable steps that you can take um and then at the very best you might be able to you know three four five six times your business over the next 90 days Brilliant. So Ravi, before we take off, you run a business, you lead people remotely. Give us three pieces of advice that people listening to this, that they could implement today to just build better companies. Yeah. So the first thing I'd probably say is kind of what I said in the middle of it, but you need to 
remove yourself from arguably the most important position inside of your company, and that's lead generation. I mean, without leads and new flow coming in, you're pretty much just at the whim of the society, the world, the government, whatever you want to say, mm -hmm. right? So the first thing you do is, okay, how have I been getting leads in the past three months, six months, nine months, 12 months, and how can I create, it could just be a quick little video on your computer or on your phone, how can I hire someone to do this for me? And that'll remove yourself from the process, which you need to do because, mm -hmm. um, let's be honest, you're not going to do cold calling or cold emailing every single day. So. First one is remove right. yourself from the lead generation process. The second one is, uh, for me personally, was hiring based on soft skills, training on hard skills. So hiring people that believed in the vision, believed in what we were doing, that had the competitive edge, right? Uh, that that believed in teamwork, that believed in where we were going, that likes kind of the win-win situation for us with the virtual assistants and our clients uh, that would work for free if, if they needed to. Ha hiring those people in the soft skills and then saying, hey, here's how you do sales. Hey, here's how you do, uh, you know, lead generation. Hey, here's how you run Facebook ads. Here's how you, you do training, whatever it is. And, and that's really important to us because I've done it the opposite where I hired someone who is quote unquote, the best in the world at, let's just say Facebook ads ended up not buying into the vision. He was just there for a paycheck. It didn't work out. So, um, that's number two. And I guess number three would be, I'm reference it earlier as well, but you know, it doesn't have to be me, but if you are looking to speed up the process in anything, I just spent $20,000 a few days ago to learn one thing that I already implemented that's going to be drastic in my company. Just the smartest people in the world, they pay to get ahead. You're paying for more time to get more time back, right? So I'm 26 years old to be able to get to where I was when I was 24 years old. I had put almost $100,000 over a year into different coaching programs to learn to where and then back in my business as well. And so once again, it doesn't have to be me. I, I don't care, right? It's not going to change my life. But if you really want to speed up the process that you're doing things on right now, I would really recommend purchasing into someone's program, learning from a coach that's been exactly where you want to be. And uh, at the very least, you'll learn something interesting about yourself or you'll learn that maybe something's too good to be true. But at the very best, like I said, you might see some incredible growth in your business. Brilliant. Ravi, thank you so much for being on the program. It was a joy having you here and we'll have you back awesome. soon. Thank you, Omar. I appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. And if you're looking for more tools, go to my website at nolimitselling.com. I've got a free mind training course there that's going to teach you some insights from the world of neuro-linguistic programming, and that is the fastest way to get better results.